are we are are we recording? Ain't nobody gonna tell me how to live. We're recording. You want it? You can set a virtual background if you want as well. I think I'm ashamed of the poverty that I lived in. Live in. <laughs> well, it's kind of the charm, right? You think I don't like to represent where I'm from? How do you do that? How do you set it back down? That's what that's what my problem is. I'm trying to read, which is a huge battle huge for issue. Me. Yeah. I feel like I could talk so much quieter with these mics because I can hear myself through the mic. Yeah, let me listener, it might sound dumb as hell what you're hearing from me right now. But believe believe you me that I got I'm grinning ear to ear because I'm picking up a pin drop. And I'm not feeling like I need to shout over someone outside with a leaf blower. Yeah, you're in the neighborhood where someone has a leaf blower at 9:30 at night. One of them, one of them, like uh, massive Rolls Royce turbine engines roaring on the airfield. It's, yeah, it's, I, th- this is gonna just be. It's, we're out of prologue now. We've got the equipment. Wow. Wow. Headphones, proper headphones. In my background, proper microphones, you know. I might quit this and just start singing. <laughs> you don't have to be good to be a singer, you can sing about anything. Is that is that why so many people go on the, the shows, you know, like Voice American Idol, things like that? Because of that belief, yeah, it's probably actually the same belief that wound me into this chair with you right now. Anyone could do a podcast. <laughs> anyone can. Well, I, I truly believe anyone can do it. Well, I don't think anyone can do a podcast because there, there's a lot of people who can't talk their way out of a paper bag, as we say. But you have to be able to, to at least shoot it, you know, shoot the shit. Shooting you strange. Little girl, baby, what's your? I just imagine you have like a like a big pile of plastic spoons that you just just sit in a corner of your dilapidated home. Yeah, dishes are for cucks. (laughs) There's there's the episode title right within the first five minutes. Doing dishes is cucked. Right. This is opening up a, a Pandora's box of fucking off on the computer for you're like a kid in you you look like a kid in a candy shop right now well 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 who has happened to be here who has let me into the doors here (laughs) it's on them it's not my fault i'm a just a child see they didn't they didn't think that you'd you'd actually find the resources Mm -hmm. to get you know like the man i'm just talking about the man in general didn't think that you'd ever have the resources to get proper uh I'm going to peel off a Kenny Powers kind of uh, accoutrement there. Let's start off with our mantras. To to actually get your voice out there to the people. So there's a, so basically it's a, it's a selector of how it's picking up the audio. Stereo, omnidirectional, cardioid, cardioid, bidirectional. Just try to try to position it so it's in front of your face, like a fist, a fist away from your mouth, like uh, like Joe Rogan says. 
Is is that what Joe Rogan says? Yeah, every time he he has a lot of guests who had never spoken into a microphone. Oh before. yeah, okay. so he's like, yeah, pull it, pull it so it's a fist away from your from your face. <laughs> I was imagining Joe Rogan just opening up a show, just with one of his daily reminders. Viewers listening to me right now, be sure that you put whenever talking, put your fist in front of the microphone. Try to do a. <laughs> I'm Joe Rogan. This is Fear Factor. <laughs> right here, folks. But but you, I I feel like the Alex Jones accent is too easy, and it makes me think, not accent specifically, but um, the way he's talking. There's obviously an element of uh, showmanship in his voice, but I he never drops it, so I don't think it's an act. You know, like, I don't think uh, he gets home and he has this like, uh, like Boston, like, uh, like, uh, hey, how you doing? I don't know. Some New York, like he gets home. He just talks like a, a guy from the Bronx or something. I just don't think that's the case. Or it'd be very surprising to hear. Mm-hmm. It's like a refined British accent. He gets home like, oh, wow. You know, that was lovely. A mid-Atlantic. We accent. can cut all this out. We can cut all this out. No, Alex Jones with a mid-Atlantic accent. <laughs> it's because well, the Pittsburgher accent Dorn. is uh, how how Ian's doing. Dawn's a how Ian's doing. Dawn, Jet, Jet. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. a well, Boston, Boston. It's like everything. Uh, everything is extended. The mid-Atlantic accent goes through Pennsylvania. And then down to like Maryland, right? I don't think Maryland. In, I don't think Maryland has. It, I hear it, the wire, right? Yeah, I watched the wire, and, and towards the I didn't, end, it's only towards the the later, the last like season or few, right? Because it's when you have, when you go to the ship shipping yard, um, ragtag crew. Yeah, they're all, they're all like Boston guys. Yeah, no, that's the Mid Atlantic. That that's when yeah. they don't they don't they don't open it up in the show they don't get like authentic to the region, and then it's also culturally like I think that's the second accent. season or second or third season where they just totally change the show. Yeah, yeah they they get into like actually represent. All right, white white people now. Yeah, you know, like, come on, come on, everyone, come in, set, set change, let's go now, now. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a great show. It's yeah, a great. I think show. a lot of people, a listener. If you're out there and you've never seen The Wire and you've you've thought about it, when you get into it, it's tough to maybe get through the beginning fact that the entire cast and crew is like uh, cops and maybe you you don't give a shit about that or maybe you do. It might be a bit of a barrier, but it's a good fucking show. And it's not specifically just a cop show. Well, the cops are fucked up like everyone else. You can, root, more so. you can root for the bad guys and you can root for the bad cops. So it's a win-win for everyone in America. It just don't 100%, make TV like that's that. That's why it was a success. Yeah, because 
you you're a bad guy and you want to root against the cops or you're a badass guy and you want to you 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 want to fantasize about the bad cop the rogue cop doing whatever he must to not just get pussy but to also fight crime fucking mcnulty yeah. are you kidding me mcnulty what? it's a it's like what an up? ego thing with him he doesn't really care like the Bonk. character doesn't really care just about class, doing just good. classic badass guys badass cop guys but he's he's not like a like a good guy like he's not like a a good guy at all you know he's he's very complex and very bad very bad yeah well, there's some bad stuff going on there but just like every guy given the keys to this wonderful country you can mess up a little bit <laughs> just don't put your head down Go to go do some confession stuff or whatever. He he's probably Catholic, right? He's he like one hundred percent tries to get do into know, the. Do you Irish. know the actor who plays McNulty is like, like Irish Spanish. or Welsh or something? Yeah, it's it's he's incredible. Not, he's not like specifically what they're trying to get him to be because everyone loves not just the good classic American cop patriot badass rogue. But they also like that sprinkled in um, a white um, white immigrant, Irish. And then every every guy like that will love to just step up and say, excuse me, I couldn't help but overhear you talking about uh, slavery throughout history. And let, let us not forget that the Irish were slaves. Or something like that. Yeah, I, yeah. Let let us I, not forget that um, whites were actually slaves longer than any other race on the planet, or some something made up. Or um, listener, don't don't cut that from from the <laughs> entire sentence, please. <laughs> they uh, they they drink at this Irish bar, and it's like everyone, the black guys, the white guys, everyone drink all the. They, it doesn't matter what the 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 underlying culture is it's like the cops drink at this bar the mm -hmm. ship guys drink at this bar color creed doesn't matter it's just based on their kind of work culture is where they go in that show yeah there's no there's no segregation of that maybe maybe we lost it as a country when the cop bars went down <laughs> the amount of places that a cop can just go and have a few several dozen drinks comfortably and then peacefully cruise home after he takes he, he's got to decompress and that's what that was the, that was a big theme throughout the show the need for them to decompress because they were dealing with some real ass shit and yeah well they're hom they're homicide cops yeah they're they're literally dealing in death every single day like yeah. the death of of mostly innocent people constantly so the only way you can process that is through substance abuse, naturally. We're just not equipped, especially men. We're just not equipped. Maybe nowadays, but back when they made that show, I don't, yeah, I don't think so to handle those type of things. So I think it was a pretty accurate portrayal of how do you get how do you get through their their marriages, their relationships were disasters. The cops, the it was actually the 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 criminals who had like amazing relationships their families were very supportive they didn't abuse the main criminals like the uh 
What was his name? Just use the internet that's in front of me here. Not Omar. Well, Omar was one of the best characters. Yeah. And that's who I named my Avon Barksdale, Avon Barksdale, Barksdale and yeah. uh, um, D'Angelo Barksdale is his nephew and Stringer Bell. Those two guys, they like they don't Avon they don't abuse Stringer. anything. They were their family. They're very close with their families. They had their relationships actually very tight as the cops that had terrible relationships. They're all divorced or cheating on their wives, abuse, like getting hammer drunk every single night after work, just lost i think i think actually the guy who created it uh was in the the new was part of the news organization was part of the baltimore press or something like this who was covering the police there's a criminal right there this guy's a little mouth breather i don't know if the mic's picking that up (laughs) he's always breathing with his mouth he's got terrible breath and you know what his name is Booger. No. Booger. <laughs> Southern nicknames for, for cats are the best. We had a uh, one of the guys in my fraternity in college had a cat uh, that we called Pickles. Mm-hmm. Pickles, the cat. Oh, he a cat boy. Booger. He's a he's a cuddler, too, which is why it's funny that he's, he's never really showed up for an episode yet, except for that one quick walk by. I guess he was just feeling the scene out. But the other one, very standoffish, and they're a brother and sister combination. Well, I, I kind of like I kind of like for the listener to keep it uh, unknown how many cats you have. So, just part. like a meme, yeah. like uh, when you get a few um, cats, you get, I have two, and they come and go as they please. Cat door. I could, I mean, I, I could have like several more without it making a difference. <laughs> video on tiktok somebody posted uh, some guy just laughing about shit like going to a cvs in st louis and it was the most ghetto fucking thing and he's going in there like oh what the fuck is this and he's just like giggling about it and it was really good because it's it, it's opened up the a new door to a new type of genre of just going into a business and being like this place is an abomination it shouldn't exist <laughs> What? Where are we? Where are we at as a society? Chains oh, in the hood. Yeah. Right. Chains, chains kinda, in low income. I'll areas. try to find what, it again. It, it, it was they're like completely like different establishments, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we think we we we're taught that they're all standardized. You know, like every CVS is going to have your your knee joint cream and some Tylenol and you know uh, some toys for the kids, some sodas. That truck didn't get loaded. Sorry. <laughs> not in this neighborhood. <laughs> Did not make it. Hey, there's a, there's a shortage in every possible level. And you know what's also gotten worse? Availability of truck drivers. That's, that's what I've heard. But I also have listened to a couple of YouTubes, guys in the trucking industry talking about it, saying it's not the truckers. Oh it's yeah, it's a lot of things. A lot of things going on. It's, say, it's not the truck. Like the truckers are just sitting there at the ports, and I, I don't know. I, I know this was the case six months ago for sure. I don't know if it's been alleviated. It certainly doesn't feel that way based upon prices. They're saying they would just sit there waiting outside the shipyard, and the guys who work the shipyards who bring the containers off 
the container ships, they get paid by hour, not by container. So they don't really care how fast things move. In fact, the slower it moves, the more work they have to pass along to the guys in the ship union. I don't know if it's union. I imagine it's unionized out in California where most of the stuff comes in. Uh, so they're just, the truckers are just waiting there. Uh, and, and there's nowhere to, so they got to bring the containers back, but they don't have any space to put the containers. So they, they can't do any, it, it's kind of like a, a clusterfuck right now. They don't have anywhere to put the empty containers. They're not bringing the stuff off the ships fast enough because they don't care to do it. They're not incentivized to do it faster because the faster they do it, the less work they have, the less hours they get. So that's what, it, that's what I had heard. Have you heard something differently? That's going to address supply, right? That's what you were talking about. The, the chain of everything where it starts from the containers going into the shipping yard and then getting dispersed onto the trucks. Mm-hmm. I was talking about there is a shortage, a national shortage and this was talked about in a um, conversation by a, one of the leading um, Teamsters that uh, is vocal in uh, organizing. And he specifically mentioned that CDL held professionals is the number that's been dwindling for some time. And I don't know if I've said this or not uh, recently, but it's because you have to take drug tests to have a CDL and a world increasingly like disappearing need for drug tests. So where a lot of other areas are, you don't have to have a drug test. I thought it would have to more do with the fact that the hourly wage for truckers hasn't increased by any significant margin over the past 20 years. A lot. That's also what I had seen. There's a lot of reasons I would guess. The but drug it, test makes sense, though. I mean, who's going to pass a drug test in 2022? Who wants to have to be <laughs> on the road all day and not be able to just forget all of that stress-inducing insanity and chaos that you have to deal with sitting behind a wheel without... Driving you know, on highways with, with fellow Americans. Yeah. With I mean, our, who wants to with drive... fair American people. I don't know. I mean, just driving stoned is awesome. Who would want to drive anywhere? Not stoned. I don't know. <laughs> but if you're in a truck all day, okay, well, what are you going to do? Just get drunk. But then that might take away time from the road the next day. And it's, you know, a painful gig because you are getting out of your truck. And a lot of these truckers will be in a situation where they have to be a part of like getting stuff out from their container, out from their they're 50 foot, you know, box behind them. Not all of them. It depends on the, the gig and the contract. Yeah, because I would consider being a truck driver too. But if I ever did it and then I got to that point of like, oh yeah, you got to do the piss test, but you also like are going to need to pass a piss test if you ever even like scratch something. Can you, can you imagine if you had to piss test to be an Uber driver? Sorry, Uber. No one would get anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's the, I, I guess, I guess uh, driving a, uh, a trailer can, you can do a lot of damage if you're driving severely impaired. I'm not saying 
smoking weed seriously impairs you. But if you're driving seriously impaired, you can do a lot of damage to people in a big truck. But you can also do a lot of damage if you're drunk off your ass driving an Uber around or like, you know, just had just did a little bit of crack. You know, hey, uh, gotta gotta let some steam off somewhere. It's it's the same. You're sitting in a car driving around the highways of America, just transporting people. They don't require that because they wouldn't have anyone to drive. The economy would grind to a halt. They w- love it when there's more drivers out on the roads. More drivers means that the fare can be whatever they want it to be, but the payout can show less. Everything that they do is set up like a, like you're always getting some kind of bonus so they can always kind of have a baseline that's going this way. They give us, they started doing this thing last year where it was called Quest. 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 And they would, yeah, fuck yeah. They I would, love the gamification of your work. That's awesome. Everything is like, do you have what it takes to possess the proper grind set to provide for all the wonderful things that you are destined for in your life? All these quests started sprinkling in and all of a sudden they just stuck and they didn't go anywhere. And it went from... What was it like? uh, drive, Drive four hours a day for five days straight. Like these type of things, like they set little quests for you? Yes. A how many you can do in um like 48 hour 72 hour um uh, 100 and you know 44 hour venture so it will it starts monday 4 a.m and it goes until friday 4 a.m and it started off like if in this time period if you do like 10 rides 20 rides 30 rides 40 rides you get a line item dollar amount and what happened is that they, they started cutting off like do five or, or, or eight or 10. And they started making a minimum of like 20 or 30. And then that amount goes up. And one of the quests amount is do 80 rides in four days. And I don't know how it's possible I do four that's rides. Ten, that's what, like 10, 10 hours a day? I do four rides and I don't want to drive for another week. <laughs> I don't know how people do this because I would just get too like frustrated and just yell at my passengers, right? Just because that's what the being on the road does to you. If you're not on like high alert out there and if you're not thinking, if you're not being too cautious, maybe you get a little upset. Like I haven't done it before, but I just... I always want to pump the brakes before I ever get to that place emotionally. Just wore out, tired, and then someone gets in and you've already had to like uh, meet them somewhere where they didn't put, place their pin and what they're saying doesn't make sense. And then they try to like argue about something. Yeah, you would just, you would like not give a shit about them and tell them to get the fuck out or, you know, just say, I'm going to take you, but I'm going to scream at you along the way. And then you'd have a bad rating and then you'd not be able to do it in the time that it is lucrative to do. And it always, always, always keeps you so, on to uh, accept the next ride. 
So every time you get into swiping to turn on the ride after you've got the notification and then you've accepted the ride, you go pick the person up, they get in and you hit start ride. If you don't, if you don't like go back into the settings, once you pull off, once you like start pulling away, you could get prompted to do another ride. And if you don't take that prompt, it'll tell you now, now it's changed. It'll tell you a little bit more about where the ride's going but it'll flash up in a little tiny, tiny little font at the bottom of the screen. And it won't be an exact address. It'll give you like cross streets and bullshit. But if you don't like select stop ride after you start initiate, start driving away in those moments, if it, if it gives you a prompt to accept the ride and you don't accept the ride, then your acceptance rating drops. If your acceptance rating drops, it will alter your overall driver rating. So you could be the best driver and you could have the best experience with passengers and they could give you five stars, but you wouldn't be a five-star driver if you didn't always accept the rides that were given to you. But hey, we're just contract partners. time before they mic up your uber and start giving you a conversation score Um, well i've had a lot of people say oh i look in like you got a lot of good reviews here it's like well i've been trying to start a podcast since 2017 and that's failed miserably (laughs) the years now 2032 i'm 63 years old i think i'm ready to just Sit down, start a family, get a job at Academy Sports, <laughs> working at, in the back with the shoes or something. If you don't select, get me the fuck out of here. I'm not going to take another fucking ride from you. You'll get assigned a $4 ride. The next ride that comes up will be the cheapest possible ride because they're prompting you to get something done. But doesn't Every- that help your doesn't that help your quests? Don't you want XP? Don't you want yeah. experience points? If I get like, so you the, can level up. If I don't stop driving, I could get to 80 rides in a week and I could get that mythical extra $350. All I'd have to do is just work 24 hours a day for seven days straight. <laughs> but I thought you needed to do those 80 rides over four days. Right. Yes, you're right. It'll start again Friday at 4.01 a.m. Yeah. 3.59 to 4. 3:59 a.m., 4 a.m. Can you that that could be that could be a uh, an interesting situation. It's like 3:50, 3:50 in the morning on Friday. You've been you're you're at ride number 79, and someone starts giving you shit. And this is about what the ride, and they're not yeah. going to get out of the car or something. You have, yeah. you have to do one more yeah. ride to get that 350 yeah. bucks. And, and guess what? You, because you selected 80 rides and not 70 rides, they're not going to give you the money for the next tier down. Right, right. You're done. Right. It's amazingly evil. It's so good. So, so, 
they don't even give you the bottom tier. Like, it, let's say, let's say there's levels. You, to the you have to like, gamble. If you accept this quest, yeah. Like, you either do the whole thing, or more, or you get or nothing. Nothing if you get less. How evil is that? Can you accept multiple quests at no, the same time? No, you just get to choose one. So I always choose the bottom tier. <laughs> yeah, fucking the lowest possible, and I never ever finish twenty rides in those. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, those three days and the, the way that they, it's four days and three days, right? What's, it's, how's Uber, I, I just want to see how Uber stock is doing. Well. It doesn't matter when you basically are the fucking Skynet algorithm. Down 44.9% over the past year. It would be surprising if it was in the other year though, right? Or it even would be since notable, not necessarily surprising. Uh, so right before COVID, so let's say you're in Uber right before COVID. So two years, February 20, 2020, still down 20%. So, hey, listen, they got to get those numbers up somehow. The shadiest stuff happens all day long as a driver. I've had rides that will complete the, and they'll show the money pending and then It'll take a while, and then it'll say the payout was $25, and there was a $22 deduction. And then I called, and it takes a long time to get in touch with I'm someone. I'm sure, they're do because they're doing it. They're in the Philippines. Yeah. And the w- wonderful people in the Philippines that I talk to are usually pretty nice. They're just trying to do their all. jobs, too. They say, oh, yeah, you're right. We'll look into that. Hold on. And then they do this series of, like, hold ons. They make right. you wait. And okay, we fixed it. But it's like, okay, well, why did that happen? What was the deduction? Uh, yes, yes, there was a deduction and we cleared it up. No, no, what was the deduction for? Yes, yes, to see that the deduction is clear. Can I help you with anything else? <laughs> it's like, no, why did, why was there a deduction? It's listed in there. It's on the, the bill. And they have this like bill, this way bill, uh, and there's you know, you probably are familiar. How, how have how is their headquarters not been assaulted in various with various lethal weapons yet? I'm not saying to do that. I'm not recommending to be violent. I'm just saying it based upon the facts and how people are struggling to make ends meet. How has that company's infrastructure not been under in, incredible? constant assault from regular people when did it happen how many how many um few years ago few hundred years ago did it happen where we went from all having sticks sure there was a king but at the end of the day he had a stick or a sword and you could too you know like it happened to where where we can't touch them anymore because there was a time and place where humans would say Dude, you didn't see Fight Club? Did you? Did, you didn't see Fight Club? You're right. Project Mayhem. Project Mayhem is the answer here. I gotta rewatch that because it's all about powering the masses to just fucking kick ass as a unit, but like not like the army. It's like a rogue group of guys that would maybe be on Reddit, but now they're not. <laughs> no, <laughs> certainly not. Now they've now they've logged <laughs> off and they've gone rogue. <laughs> The guys on the guys on Reddit uh, going to Ukraine. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a recipe out? for success. It's yeah. not working out for you. I wonder why. But that it's dystopian. It's it sounds dystopian, like yeah, just a robot controlling. Hello, you have been deducted thirteen thousand dollars for immoral actions. It's like, well, fuck. How am I gonna drive that off now? I guess I gotta drive straight for the next four months. I got I gotta do a thirty-six thousand ride quest. (laughs) Damn it! It's it's uh no. I I assume in the future it will be some type of indentured slavery where they will, uh, due to slight infractions, you will begin owing the company money and continuing to do tasks and quests in a gamified manner to try to pay back those uh, imposed fines while never breaking the cycle. They'll have a company store that you'll use. You know, they won't, they'll pay you some money but most of it will be in uh, credits, like company credits, some type of decentralized token that they'll create that you'll use to pay for uh, the things that you need to survive. Because, I mean, they need you alive to do this stuff. Uh, and uh, after that, that's it, you know? They do need us alive. You're right. They need you alive. They They're need not, you alive. They don't need folks, you happy. Folks. They need you alive. They are not have you, trying have to you kill looked us. into driving for Lyft? Is that any different? It's worse. It pays worse. But what, oh, really? What, what just happened there with you is because they've been better about getting a better word out. Everyone thinks the way you think. Like the majority, like everyone generally, like the majority well, of people out there just assume because you really don't know unless you did it. Because I've, who would, I've who would used know? Lyft a handful of times. And I remember the first time I used Lyft was in 2013 yeah this was this was really at the beginning of shared rides maybe this was in nashville maybe it was bigger in like new york a year before that or something but 2013 i want to say really the beginning yeah so i I remember getting in the guy's car he had a really nice like uh, volkswagen gti or something they had the they had the pink mustache on the car because yeah. you didn't know what to expect. It was so new. You had no idea. The pink mustache, fu- fuzzy mustache on the car. Mm-hmm. And the guy, I got in the car. The guy gave me a fist bump. He's a total bro. What's up, man? Where are you going to? Took, took me, was yeah. super happy. You know, just regular kid. Probably his parents paid for the car. Just happy to be making a little extra cash. That was the original idea, right? It was like a, a community service thing. Right, you're making a little bit of money, driving some folks around, fist bumping with a pink mustache on your car. It was goofy, keeping people safe. You know, hey, don't drive drunk, just use it. It was cheap, it was super cheap, uh, and convenient. And uh, that that was eight, eight, nine years ago. Turn some tricks while you're giving passengers rides. Hey, you would need a you need that's, your that's why I that's why I was so impressed with Lyft. penis sucked. Can I suck your penis for my PP? Yeah, it, it just you know turn and burn. Keep those passengers coming. It, it was funny watching it throughout like its cycle, its life cycle because it did it did this thing it went through uh it went through its moments like um 
friend of the show, Angus Cloud, went up and down. It had a thing where it did a mustache. That was cool. We've all been there. We've all had a grown out mustache. And the pink mustache, well, that that's just lets you know. It's just fun. Yeah. Comfortable. It's, a, it's like, but it's like they're they're not afraid share like a color of pink on their vehicle ryan ryan these companies i know you're i know you think that there was uh some some tricks at play here but these companies were founded by nerds right like real hardcore nerds that thought pink mustaches on a car would be something cool they thought it was cool they're like oh hey how do we get people to not be afraid of getting raped as they get into our via into into a random stranger's vehicle i'm and, imagining and they're like well what if we what if we put a pink mustache on the car what, what's something to make the car look non-threatening like oh a pink mustache would be cool it's a silly decision <laughs> i'm imagining <laughs> but it's a nerd decision it's a nerd decision it's like it's like yeah. putting a ninja turtle shell on on the top on the hood of the car right it it's just it it just says like we're nerds everyone doing this is harmless nerd no issues we're just trying to have some fun guys that was the original concept that was the original brand that was the original idea i was imagining wine moms but nerd also fits and venn diagram between nerds and wine moms um <laughs> big bang theory watchers <laughs> big bang theory watchers did that to us but what you said about um is it lift any better is literally the same question that every 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 person coming in for business says because it's what we're told it's and it is a talking point and it's something that that it just has floated out there for a long time and i'm here to crush it folks i'm here to put that to to rest there is some areas that lift will probably pay out better and sometimes i go turn on the lift app and i'll take some rides and it will offer a bonus, and then I'll immediately shut it off and go back to Uber because majority of the time, Uber is just going to pay you more as a driver. If you're a driver and you get kicked off of Uber here in the Atlanta metro area, a lot of drivers have said that they've been able to get on Lyft, but not Uber. So take that for what it is. More exclusive. What? More exclusive. Lyft? Lyft? Cheaper as a passenger. Like when I need a ride, <laughs> I'm gonna call a lift. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Of course. Yeah, it's it's it reminds me of the situation with Walmart where they just they had everything cheaper and everyone, even even the people who owned stores that Walmart was putting out of business would go shop at Walmart because it was more affordable. Oh yeah. Yeah, that that happened before any of us were around. I remember that conversation growing up, like in high school, a friend of mine's dad is very conservative. I know it sound, might be surprising. He was praising the effects of how Walmart could bring low prices into lower income areas. It's true. It does bring lower prices in. At what cost was never yeah. a question. That was never a yeah. question up until like recently in society. At what cost? At what cost do we really want to do that? Because, yeah. Well, there I, goes all the manufacturing jobs. There goes all the retail, nice paying retail jobs. There go. It, it just took the, 
took the job and either threw it overseas or just eliminated it completely or made it a uh, uh, half pay, half part-time wage slave uh, endeavor. Here's something that you could think about when asking yourself this question because Walmart doesn't give you fine garments, right? So if you needed a suit and you're someone that has the means to buy a good suit and you have an idea of what you want and you could go to like um, the beginning tier of uh, suit places, like if you get like a traditional suit or you need one, you could go to like a men's warehouse um, I don't know too many more, uh, pantsuits. I don't know if they sell those also, but for men, at least, um, if you had to find something that you wanted to really express yourself with and say you had like a, a new year's event and you need to wear something nice and maybe you just didn't want to go to the same places that everyone else was going, you would need someone in your area that knows what the fuck they're talking about. Or you could buy it online, but that's hard to do for maybe like a someone first time into buying suits because you need to try a lot of that stuff on. Some guys go 20 years with like only wearing cargo shorts and they don't necessarily know what size pant they are. So, what, you know, what's a, what's a blazer size? Like all these things are important. How do you wear it? How do you wear certain styles with the Walmartification of our beautiful country, there is only a mass su supply in constant need to repopulate. And if things go a little low for a while, that's not so good. And the stores start looking like that CVS on that TikTok video I watched. <laughs> but if, if you have a place where you have to go and it's gonna cost you a little bit more money, well, that person at that store is going to be able to live on uh, sales. Maybe, maybe they live in, maybe they still survive in this world. Maybe, maybe future generations will still see that. What cost are we going to lose it all to just um, the supply chokehold? Automation is full throttle in our future. I like what you said about indentured servants. We're going to, no doubt, they're going to start working together. Like your phone bill and your Uber, they're going to realize oh, that people that, need to. I, I talked to you about my app idea called Life, yeah. where where you just pay one fee and then that that does everything yeah. for you. This has to. This is this is this is operations that have the means to do this, they're going to realize to keep everything rolling that the integration is a must. Because when my phone was off the other day, I needed to get money to pay it. But I was like, well, shit, I can't drive Uber. So, hey, Uber, you want your money? <laughs> just just get, you know, talk to this phone company. Y'all talk, y'all figure it out. And I'll just go drive to turn it back on. Because that, like that's, we don't have hope for better. We just have hope for more streamlined integration, I guess, that it would work on our end. This is, this is what I'm thinking about as you're talking. You will own nothing and be happy. There was an article written about this that I can't find. This is uh, like a Medium yes. page. 
from the Rip World Ziggy. Economic Forum. Yeah, like this this is a meme, World Economic Forum. You'll have nothing to be happy. Nice smile. The elites hate you. It's not personal, something like this. I, I haven't read this. The the World Economic Forum. You'll own nothing and you will be happy. The that that was their eight predictions for 2030. Like I said, they need you alive. That's yeah. one thing for certain. So you organ transplants, medicine, yes, this will be easy, easy, more available. Well, we already talked about in the Bloomberg article not eating meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll you you the occasion an occasional treat like no that that let me let me pause this for a second an, an occasional treat not a staple for the good of the environment no an occasional treat because the you will you will have no resources to actually treat yourself um, the world yeah we we are destroying the earth um, we need we need more people to come in and take your jobs and. Uh, that's never going to happen. This is one of my favorite uh, uh, bits from from Tim Tim Dillon, where he talks about how um, like the elites are are going to go into space. You know, like it, they're they're not going to have uh, little Saint James Island like like Epstein. They're going to have little Saint James Planet, little fuck planet, as he calls it, where. You know, we're 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 gonna have to be like you know reading reading the news it's like oh uh, Carrie Underwood is now uh, relocating into space you know and uh, oh good job you know, we're gonna have to applaud it you know uh, 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 Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie are now relocating to the new uh, Elysium up there and we're gonna have to applaud it so you could be preparing to go to Mars yeah the the elites are trying to escape like as quickly as possible because they know they're on because a sinking ship like what do you do when you're on a sinking ship you head to the lifeboats. Yeah, and who who gets the lifeboats? Not the women and the children, the people with the resources that can get to the lifeboat. So they're trying to get off this sinking ship as quickly as possible. Bye bye.